Welcome back to the Adventures with Sarah P podcast. I am your host, Sarah P, a 19-year-old girl trying to figure out this whole adulting thing through life's adventures. As you can tell by the title of this episode, we are going to be reflecting on 2023, Adventures in Reflection, and I'm currently home. I've been home for a few days now, and it's honestly kind of weird just being back. I know everyone knows the feeling when you come home from college to your hometown and you like go out to like the store or something you're like constantly watching for people that you know and I so far have not run into anyone I've known out and about which has been super cool um really love that it, you feel like a celebrity you're like oh my god like who's gonna recognize me like who am I gonna run into so that's like super fun love that about being home but honestly I've loved being able to come home and be with the dogs, go to the beach, see my friends. It's been super fun. But I wanted to talk about today adventures and reflection just because I feel like 2023 was a really big year for me. I feel like I grew a lot. And my friend Sophia, who I've been hanging out with since being home, she was the one that kind of like made me realize that because she like was just talking about how she's like been listening to the podcast and everything and how she's like you can just tell like you've grown so much so that made me feel really good but I wanted to talk about it because I feel like it took a lot in me and I had to go through a lot of hardship to get to where I am now but I'm so happy I was able to get through it so I wanted to start off by talking about January Sarah versus December Sarah which is me now I feel like it is a whirlwind of a difference. I feel like January Sarah, she had bangs. She had bangs. It was not. It was not good. She bleached her hair and she had bangs. And it was a moment. It was a look. But she was definitely going through it. And I was like, oh my god, like I need to change myself. Like I'm gonna get bangs. Why? Why? It looks good on some people. Some people can really pull it off, but I was not one of those people. Especially being a diver, like I walked out of practice and the bangs just like were stuck to my forehead because they were wet and then the bangs would dry and like just not look cute and then I'd have wet hair. Anyway, not a look, but anyway, yeah, January Sarah was definitely trying to find herself. She was not very confident. I would say she was definitely struggling and I feel like me now, I'm like... 360 degree difference and so I wanted to talk about like things I wish I knew at the beginning of the year so like in January because I feel like at that point I was probably at one of the lowest points in my life so wasn't wasn't great but I wanted to talk about how I was able to like kind of get through that and then like make that like 180 in my life where it's like now a completely different position and like thought process about life so here are some things that I wish I knew at the start of the year I have them written down in my journal so let's get started the first piece of advice I got kind of halfway through the year um and it has stuck with me because I feel like it's almost always right and it's and I quote it's not that deep end quote. Like, I promise you, it is almost never that deep. And I wish I had known this at the beginning of the year because I took everything to heart. Like, I 
I'll just give you an example. There was some drama happening in my life and I took it so personally. Like I was like, I'm the problem. Like I like messed up. And like looking back at it, like it just wasn't that deep. Like I did not need to be stressing over this situation because the other person was not taking it as such. And so it was just like, like looking back at it, I'm like, oh my God, Sarah, that was so stupid to be so worried about it and like consumed by it when it, what? Wasn't that deep. So obviously this can't apply to everything, but I feel like for me, where I was at mentally, like I was like every little thing I would like take into this like big thing and I would like make up like things about those things that like I was like oh my god like so and so must be thinking this because of this and that and that and blah 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 and I was like making it up like it wasn't real like no one was actually thinking those things and so I think it's important to like talk about that it's almost never that deep like I promise you especially in college like people just do not care like they really don't and so just remember it's not that deep almost every time it's not that deep like if you think the drama going on in your life is like this big deal like the person that's also involved in this drama probably doesn't think it is and like they're just living their life like going on like they probably even forgot about what you're consumed by and so just remember it's almost never that deep and I really wish I had done that at the beginning of the year but I know it now and so that's just how I'm kind of going with it and I used to think too that like I never really cared about what people thought of me and sometimes that caused problems But now, now I'm convinced I really don't care what people think because back then, like, I was like, oh my God, well, well, especially in college and being a freshman, like, you want to make friends, like, you want people to like you. And so I feel like maybe freshman year, I didn't have that mindset as much. Like, definitely in high school, I was like, I do not care what people think of me. But I think going into freshman year, it kind of shifted because I was like, in high school, I didn't really have many friends. And in college, I wanted a ton of friends and that kind of leads into like the next thing we're talking about but I just wanted like people to like me and so I think I got like consumed by the fact that I was like I need people to like me and so I started caring about what they like thought and what like their feelings toward me were and like it really doesn't matter unless it's like people you care about obviously then like it does matter but like most of the time like if it's someone in your class like are you gonna see them again probably not like there's so many people in college like they probably don't care. So just, just remember that it's almost never that deep. I promise. The next thing I want to talk about is quality over quantity, especially in friends. I did not have friends in high school. I had maybe like three friends. I, they were good friends too. Like, don't get me wrong. Like they were great friends, but I saw the groups of friends and like the groups of people hanging out and taking homecoming pictures together. And I wanted that so badly. And so when I got to college, I was like, yes, like, I want as many friends as possible. And looking back at it, like, first of all, that didn't really happen. Um, I tried to make friends with people in my class, but, like, it's just hard, especially, like, freshman year, you normally don't take classes toward your major, or if you do, you normally switch your major, and then you never see these people again. And so my first semester, I was really, like, I want friends, I want friends, I want friends. Like, I will take anyone. And then I started to realize that it's great to have, like, be surrounded by people all the time. But for me, where I was at mentally, like, being surrounded by people, like, I needed to be, like, alone. Like, I need to spend time with myself, get to know myself, like, figure out where I was, where my mindset was without being in a group of people. And then I was also surrounding myself with people that weren't that great. 
And so I had to figure out that I didn't need to always be with a group of people. I actually learned this past year to like enjoy being by myself and just spending time by myself. And I actually really enjoy my alone time and just like reading a book by myself in my room when it's like five o'clock in the afternoon and I just don't want to do anything. Like I'm okay not hanging out with people. Like I'm fine just being in my room and reading a book. So that's something I had to learn. And I feel like I was able to get there by putting myself in the environment that I thought I wanted and realized I didn't. And so now I might not have the biggest group of friends, but I have really good friends that I can like, I know I can depend on. And so, you know, it kind of depends on where you're at in life and what you're wanting. But for me, I've learned that quality over quantity and friends is super important because you have to like, I, I don't remember who talked about this, but I'm pretty sure I saw it on TikTok. It was like, no matter, like, if you surround yourself with bad people that smoke, like, you're going to start smoking. And so it's kind of like that. Like, if you start hanging around people that are making bad decisions and decisions that you wouldn't make on your own, like, maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with them. And so when I got to college, I was definitely, like, hanging out with that group of people that weren't making the smartest decision. And I had to, like, take a step back and be like, I don't really like what's going on. Like, I'm going to take a step back. And then that really pushed me to find who I was, which was such a horrible experience. Like, it was, there were a lot of tears shed. Um, but I'm at such a, like, good place right now. I feel like I'm probably the most happy, like, genuinely happy I've ever been. So, you know, you got to kind of weigh those battles. And I feel like we all kind of have to go through it. Sometimes it's not as bad for other people. Like, every, every situation is different, but for me, like, that was so humbling, but I feel like if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't be happy. Like, I'd still be upset. Like, I'd still be sad, and I'd be angry, and it wouldn't be a good spot. So, everything happens for a reason, I feel, and so I'm happy I went through that experience. I honestly don't know if I could ever do it again, but, you know, ripped the bandit off, got it done. Next! Um, but the next thing I have on here is it's okay to say no, so this kind of, like, all goes in together, because I feel like, especially right now, like, I've had some of those good quality friends, like, ask me to, like, hang out or do stuff, and I just know, like, mentally where I'm at at that point in time when they ask, I, like, can't do it. Like, I've learned to really listen into myself, which was super important this year, um, and just be able to listen to my body and not only listen to it, but, like, take in that information and do what it needs because before, like, at the beginning of the year, I feel like I would really not listen to my body. I'd be like, oh, you need sleep. Like, you'll get your sleep later. Like, it's fine. Like, no, I've learned now that when my body's tired, I need to get sleep right then and there. You know, like that night, like I need to get as much sleep as I possibly can. And so being able to say no is really hard. Like FOMO is so real, especially in college, because I feel like everyone right now is posting on Instagram, like all of the wrapped, like semester recap, year recap. And it's like, did I miss out on those experiences? Maybe, but I was putting myself first when I needed to. So you have to, I think, find a balance between saying no and saying yes, because sometimes I just don't want to like do anything with them. And it's more of a, I'm feeling lazy kind of thing. And so that's different than your body saying 
no, I can't do this. So finding that like balance between the two, I think is super important because they are different. And so for me, when I'm feeling lazy and don't want to do something, I kind of like push myself to be like, well, I'm not going to say no because my body doesn't want to. I like just don't really want to get off the couch right now. And so I'll like end up saying yes and be like, yeah, like we can go whatever. But there's a difference between being lazy and listening to your body and finding that balance is super important. I would say the biggest tip that I've learned is just trusting yourself and trusting your instincts because you really have to like have like a conversation with yourself, which I cannot do. Like I can't talk in my head to myself. So I would talk to my therapist about it or I would journal and try and like figure out what the situation was. Like, was it me being lazy or was it me needing to listen to my body? So that's what I would recommend for that because it is a bit tricky. And especially when you don't want to miss out on things, when that FOMO like does creep in, it's super important to really listen to your body because you just like, if you're not in a healthy position to be doing stuff, like you're not going to have fun. And so that was something that I had to learn and it was a little tough, but we made it through. And so like right now I feel like so confident in making decisions like that because I've just been able to listen to my body for a little bit now. And so I kind of know when, which way I'm leaning towards Am I leaning towards the being lazy or am I leaning towards needing to listen to my body? And so I would highly recommend either talking to someone, journaling about it, or if you can have a conversation in your head, do that. I wish I could. I just, my brain's not wired like that. The next, th- the next thing I have is problems tend to work themselves out. There's a Taylor Swift song and it goes, your nemesis, no, your enemies will defeat themselves before they get the chance to swing. And I love that lyric because in many cases, it is true. Like, as I mentioned before, I used to take everything so personally and be like, this is such a big deal. Like, oh my God. And it really wasn't. And so being able to just remember that, especially when it comes to like people, specifically like teenage girls, um, the problems will normally like, fizzle out and like deal with themselves obviously sometimes you got to send that text and be like I was in the wrong but most of the time again it's not that big of a deal and the problems will fizzle themselves out especially when it's not a big deal but I just think it's super important and I like stand by that lyric I'm like yes Taylor yes this is exactly what I needed and so yeah I just want to say that like most of the time it's not that big of a deal and If it's not a big deal, the problem will solve itself. But some people like to take situations and make them more than they are. And so trying to find a balance between that, like trying to figure out that situation is kind of tricky. And my biggest tip would be try to avoid those people after you figure that out. Like, so once you know that someone is very like drama oriented or like likes to make situations more than they are try and avoid those people that would be my biggest tip because you don't want that in your life like no like that's not necessary and try and avoid those people that's my biggest tip if you can um next the I think the most mind-boggling thing I learned this year is sleep is self-care because every single time I went into my therapy appointment my therapist would always ask me, 
Sarah, what are you doing for self-care? Sarah, what are you doing for self-care? And it got to the point that I was just like, I'm reading a book. I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm walking. I'm going to the beach. And it's like, yes, those can all be things of self-care. But it was like, I was having a bad week and I was like, I'm just so exhausted. I'm so tired. I, I'm not doing anything. Like I'm just sleeping. And she's like, Sarah, sleeping is self-care. And I tell you, like when I tell you my jaw dropped, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? Hmm? Like, I would have been saying that this whole time. So, like, now every time she asks me, Sarah, what are you doing for self-care? I'm, like, sleeping. Sleeping. Like, I my, I think my body was just lacking in sleep, which is, like, so crazy to think about because Riley, my roommate from in the dorm, would always joke about how I went to bed so early. Like, I was in bed almost every single night by, like, 1030 at the latest. And so, and then I'd get up, like, I don't know, like, 8. And so I think... At that point, I was emotionally just drained and I like needed to like get away from my emotions so I would sleep. But now I'm like, I feel like I'm running like a marathon like all the time. Like I have so much going on in my life that like to get composure to myself, like I just sleep. And so finding out sleep with self-care was just insane. But as I just mentioned, there's two types of sleep for me, the escape and sleeping and then like sleeping to fill your body and I also kind of struggled with this like mindset thing with working out like I wanted to work out at the beginning of the year to look good and now I work out because I feel good and so it kind of comes in I think we talk about almost in every episode positive self-talk and I think this like mindset of positive self-talk and just having a positive mindset was super critical for this year for me because it kind of helped me like realize how negative and like the negative environment I was putting myself in not because of the people I was surrounding myself with but also because of me like I just did not have a positive mindset and I think looking back at it now if I had just been able to realize sooner that I was doing it to myself and not blaming other people super important like I will say, like, I was not doing myself a favor by being negative and then also surrounding myself with negative people. I think if I had been negative and then surrounded myself with positive people, I might have been able to figure it out sooner, but I didn't. And so that was really tricky and just kind of coming to terms with knowing that I didn't like what I was doing or who I was being or how I was acting or how I was feeling and it like came down, I think it was like at the, it was either like in the middle, I think of January, either the beginning or the middle where I like got with myself and I like had that conversation with myself and I was like, I don't like where I'm at. Like, I don't like how I'm like feeling. I don't like how everything's going, how everything's played out so far this year. Like, and we're like, what, two weeks I'm in and I just already came to terms with that. And I was like, we're making a change and we're going to get through it. And I just like sat down with myself on my dorm room bed and was crying. And I think Riley was at practice and I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I want change. And then I called up my therapist and we started working through it. And it was really hard last year, this year, 2023, it was just a really hard year for me, but there was so much growth that the hard times like paid off. Like I would not change anything about this year because I feel like it helped me 
in so many ways to grow, but it also taught me so many important lessons that I've seen pay off and how I've been able to handle situations. We call them glimmer moments, me and my therapist. Um, so when, like, just say, like, there's an example from last year, like there was a situation and then something very similar happened recently. I could have like a glimmer moment because I reflect on how I reacted the first time and it did not go well. And then I think about how I'm going to react this time and it goes a lot better. And we call those glimmer moments because like you've, you're reflecting, you get to see like the shine of the change. So it's just been really nice to see that. But I like told her, I was like, I don't think I could put myself through that ever again. Like, I don't know how I survived, but I did. And I'm happy I did, but I just, I don't know if I could do that again. But I will say there have, like I've mentioned, there's have, there has, oof, my brain. There has been similar situations that I've like noticed where I was like, if I didn't have this the first time, like I would not have reacted as calm, cool and collected as I did. And I feel like with that, I've been able to kind of pull back those emotions and just like speak without being angry or upset or sad and just kind of like tell it how it is. And that is completely different than how I was at the beginning of this year where I would be like crying, sobbing, or like super angry. And I feel like I've been able to do that because of the situations I've been put through. And there's not really anything advice-wise I feel like I can give. I feel like you kind of just have to like live through it, which sucks. But once you've like been through it and you like can look back and reflect on the situation and then see like how you might have changed it if it happens again is super important and I think that goes for almost anything good or bad and so I would definitely keep that in mind the next thing I have on my list is make priorities I feel like I was able to really grow by making priorities whether it be in school with like homework or friends or putting myself first I feel like priorities are super important in being successful and so being able to recognize like what is most important to you is super important and having that self-reflection just sitting there in silence and just having a conversation with yourself when you're fed up with how you're feeling or hopefully it's before that because I feel like if you're like super like fed up it's kind of tough because you're just so emotionally like in tuned with the conversation so hopefully before you blow up you can have that conversation with yourself but if not you know super fun been there done that wouldn't recommend but if it comes to that just being able to sit down and make priorities with yourself so I'm pretty sure I'm like I kind of blocked this whole like year out like all the bad and so I'm like pretty sure what I did was I made a list of on a sticky note I made a list of things that were important to me and things that I wanted to prioritize and myself was the first one on there and it was myself slash my mental health and I have been seeing my therapist for two years now and with that like I wouldn't always tell her everything because I was embarrassed and growing this like relationship with her really helped me I guess recognize the fact that like she doesn't judge me she's just there to help me and like get me through a situation and so that was something I wish I had done sooner was just like tell my therapist everything that was on my mind because she always asked is there anything else you want to talk about and I'd always go no like nope nope and then there would always be stuff in the back of my mind where I was like well what if 
well, I need to talk about this because it's been on my mind, but I just like don't know how to bring it up. And so eventually I got comfortable enough where I just like can tell her everything now. And so that was something that I realized I needed to do because I wanted to prioritize my mental health. But I've, I feel like I've always been an advocate for mental health. I'm always like, well, go talk to someone, like go like say how you feel. But I never did it for myself. Like I like would always say stuff, but it was like super hard for me to do it myself. And so that was something I had to kind of like push myself to do, like go out of my way and be like, well, you can say all this stuff, but like, why aren't you doing it kind of thing? And it's like, it's hard because you know, when someone's like, oh, well, you know, it's not that hard. Like just do this. Like it's so easy. And it's like, that's great. It's easy for you, but it's not easy for me. And so it was kind of something to recognize was I was saying all this stuff about mental health, but I wasn't actually doing it for myself. And so yeah, that was fun times. But being able to make priorities and prioritize stuff that is important to you. So for me, I think if I were to make a sticky note right now, my mental health would still be the first thing on that list. And so being able to prioritize that and honestly, like anything else, like school, like work, like being able to time manage, like has been easier for me because I make priorities. So I feel like that can really go for anything, but definitely prioritize your mental health because it is super important. And I promise if you do it, life will get better. You may not know it. You may not see it immediately, but I promise it will. And I stand by that. And then the next thing I have on here is be more open to change. I feel like I was very close off to change. Like, yes, I moved from Florida to Maryland for college. Like, that's a big change and I was like open to it but I also was like in this set mindset of like this is how college is gonna go like this is what's gonna happen first semester and second semester and this is how it's gonna work for diving and this is how like friends are gonna work and this is how boys are gonna work and I was like really like I don't know how to like describe this but like you know when the horses have like those like blinders on and like they can only see straight forward that's how I think my mindset was like if I could describe it that's how I would describe it because I was just like set in my ways. I was like, this is how it's going to go. I like, I'm not open. Like this is how it's going to go. And if it doesn't go this way, like I'm going to be sad. And that was just not the smartest thing to do on my end. But I also would like to say that I just didn't have a good time in high school. I had like no friends, wasn't popular. Like I went to a Catholic school and I'm not Catholic. And so that was the whole like thing to do and so I wouldn't change it I think high school really built character in me but I will say I feel like it kind of set me up for failure in college because I did go to a small school and so and that aspect of it I would change it but I feel like everything happens for a reason and so if I had to do it again I definitely would not go to the same high school but anyway (laughs) Um, be more open to change. I feel like I really did go into college with this like strict, straightforward mindset. And I wish I hadn't because I don't think anything ended up going the way I thought it was going to go. And I was like very emotionally upset about it. I was just like super angry and sad and it wasn't what I was expecting. It's not like the movies. It's not at all like that. Um, but I will say I feel like if I had gone into it with more open mindset of being able to take things kind of as they came and like not really having 
an idea of like what I was expecting, I would have enjoyed the first year of college a lot more. But I feel like now I've been more open to kind of just going with things as they go and kind of just like now I kind of understand how college works and how everything like flows and so I'm definitely like more open to change because everything was not as how I not as I expected there we go and so I think if I had been able to kind of just like be open to how college classes worked life would have gone a lot better um one thing that's not on here that just speaking about because I'm just like thinking about this one class I took my first semester of freshman year that sucked um listen to rate my professor if you're in college it's so accurate people do not lie they pour their hearts out like if they don't like a professor they are going to tell you in their rate my professor if they do like a professor they're gonna write it in their rate my professor I did not listen to this freshman year and I regret it because it was so real the rate my professor like after I took the class I read it so accurate so incredibly accurate and I was like if I had read this first and like known how true it was would not have taken this class and I would not take it ever again if I could go back I would change my Towson seminar class because that class sucked so bad but it built character not really I just I still don't like that professor and he just whatever anyway that's a story for another time but the moral of the story is we all grow and change, especially throughout the year and in our lives. And I have some tips that I quickly want to go over, but I want to talk about next week, adventures and resolutions, because I feel like I, for the first time, made resolutions last year, and I kind of want to dive in deep on how I was able to change that mindset from January Sarah to now Sarah. And so I'll quickly go over some of the tips I have. But I really want to go more in depth with um, next week. So the first thing on here is don't wait to start. Start now. And I feel like this goes with a lot of the things we talked about, especially my mindset and my mental health. Just the trash guys are here and the dogs are barking. Don't mind them. Um, don't wait to start. Start now. Like if you, I feel like, wait to start something. Like I was waiting to start this podcast for so long and it finally took me taking a class to start and I feel like I could have started way before the class and I like I guess we'll never know what would have happened because I didn't start sooner so that is the first thing I have on here make small goals and big goals I think we talked about this a little bit last week or two weeks ago about you need to set realistic goals and I feel like a way to do this is by setting small and big goals but we will talk about that more next week Tying up loose ends is super important and like not burning bridges, especially I feel like in college and just in my major, I'm a communications major and everyone talks about having like connections. Connections is super important and so not burning bridges because you never know where people are going to end up in life and so you might not like someone now, but they might change in a week, a year, five years and so like down the road you might need something from them and because you burnt that bridge in college you might not be able to connect with them later on so definitely think about that before you send a nasty text and tie up loose ends what I mean by this is not really ending on a sour note for me I like this is kind of dark but I think about like what if we're not okay 
we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so like, what, uh, what if, if you end in a fight, like if you go to bed in a fight with your friend or someone, whomever, and you like, don't wake up the next day, like, that's awful. Like what? And so my thing is like, kind of like tying up those ends that could burn bridges kind of thing. So that's what that's on there. We can talk about that more next week. And then here's a big one. Remember, life doesn't always go how we want it to. And it's okay. I was talking about how I, my freshman year, thought it was going to be like the movies. Like I was like, this is how it's going to go. Did not happen at all. Nothing I expected to happen happened. And like nothing really like flowed the way I thought it would. And so I did not have the open mindset of being okay with that and, like, not having things go as I planned. And that was, like, a big old blow up in the face. And so we can talk about that a little bit more next week and go more in depth with that. But, yeah, just life doesn't always go the way we hoped. So remember that and just know it's okay if that happens because I like to say there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And so next week we can talk about adventures and resolutions because I remember making a YouTube video at the beginning of the year about my resolutions. I could not tell you what they were if you put me on the spot right now, but I remember making that video and I put them on a sticky note and I put them on my desk and then I put that sticky note in a book when I moved and I don't remember what book I put it in, so I have no idea where that sticky note is. But we can talk about some of the things I put on that sticky note because I feel like they did help me with changing my mindset and having a good year. And yeah, so we can talk about all of that fun stuff next week. But we can talk about what resolutions I have and my resolutions from last year and how I was able to make, I feel like, most of them come true. So yeah, but that is all I have in Adventures in Reflection. I hope you got a good laugh out of some of these things because that this year was quite humbling. But I hope you can also take away some good key points because I feel like I wish I had someone like talk to me about being in a place that wasn't so good to now being in a place that's good because I feel like people can tell you things, but if they haven't been there themselves, it's kind of hard. And so just know that I have been there and the light came at the end of the tunnel and it was okay. We made it through. Were tears shed? Yes, but we made it through and it it did suck. I will tell you that it does suck, but the light at the tunnel is real and things will get better, but it's all in how you handle it and how you talk to yourself. And so Try and have that positive self-talk. I know it can be super hard, especially when things aren't going right. But there is a lid at the end of the tunnel. I promise. And so that is it for today's episode. I will talk to you next week in resolutions. But thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. <laughs>